You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. strum get in there every time because that's just a cool part of the song (laughs) (laughs) is that your favorite part of the song it's just a great intro i love it (laughs) i do like it too you did good on that one pal it's very good so hey welcome to sexy marriage radio i'm glad you guys are taking some time out with us again and i'm going to jump straight into an email because i just love hearing from our listeners uh with questions with comments with uh, thoughts of praise, with recommendations, even with some criticism. With complaints, we we'll yep. take those too. Would they come? We're good. We're cool with all of it because it helps us be better, and that's what we want for people. Is we want people to be better because you know what that leads to, Shannon. Better sex. What? Better sex. Come on, you know that. I figured you would. I figured you would. I teed that one right up. I figured you'd jump. I just wanted to make sure. I think because you know, people people accuse me of having sex on the brain. So you know if if. if if ever I think the answer is sex, I always kind of hesitate because if it's not, I'm going to look like, oh gosh, there she goes again. <laughs> I get it. Um, but hey, this is this is a, a listener comment that we got uh, via email that was somebody that was saying, hey, my bride is on her way back home, freshly minted from a woman at the well intensive as I write this. And so well done to you because he already sounds excited. Um she says she's ready to break down a wall, and I can't thank you enough for Sexy Marriage Radio and the impact it's had in the two weeks since I've been listening. Who would have thought that a simple new listener comment would have led to so much so fast? I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say yeah. to that. I mean, that's awesome. I am, I am bursting at the seams to share this testimony. I, um, I actually got a Facebook message from her late last night and this morning I asked her, I said, you know, Corey and I are jumping into the recording chair and would you be okay as long as I changed the names if I shared the story and the breakthrough that you guys had had? Because I remember we've just recently done a couple of shows on recovering from any sort of infidelity and learning to trust your spouse again. And I just thought this would be such a great follow-up show Mm -hmm. just to tell their story. And she was just all over that. She said, absolutely. And so can I just tell you about the the miracle that we got to witness this past week at this workshop that Betty chose to attend? But first, let me, I'll give you a little bit of history. But um, yeah, I got an email from Bob a couple weeks ago saying, I'm a brand new listener. I've listened to several shows. You've become one of those binge listeners. And he said, do you think that there's any way that the women at the well workshops that you mentioned could help my wife forgive me for things that I did long ago? And he went on to explain that um, he had a very brief extramarital tryst many, many years ago. We're talking over a decade, almost two decades ago. Okay. But two years ago, she caught him in a compromising situation with pornography. Okay. But he, uh, he told me he, he could quote the exact date of when was the last time he looked at pornography. It was over two years ago and he has put himself into a recovery group and he's being asked to lead this recovery group now. And he is all about recovery and helping men, you know, regain their integrity. But her walls, Betty's walls, just could not come down. Okay. She was still walking so wounded 
shifted from what had happened so many years ago and then throw the pornography in there too. And she was just numb sexually. And one of the questions that she kept asking there in the beginning is why, you know, why does he necessarily have to have more or deeper? You know, I, I'm, I give in, I'm willing to have sex with him on occasion because I know he has needs. I know that it's my marital duty. And I just thought of all the emails that you and I get, yeah. Corey, about how men hate mercy sex. Yeah. That they'd almost rather have no sex at all than to have mercy sex. And so it just became very, very clear that her heart was so not in it. Okay. That she was doing the minimum to keep her family together because she said, I didn't want our kids to grow up in a broken home. Okay. So we had four days together in a group of nine other women. And a lot of the other women were challenging her about, are you sure that this is where you want to stay in regard to this whole situation? Because it seems as if you do have a brick wall built and you are safely behind that wall and you're keeping him on the other side of that wall. And she admitted it that, yeah, she was comfortable behind okay. that wall, bracing herself for if he ever does it to me again, I'm not going to let it hurt me that bad. And she had resolved. I will leave him that if that happens again, but she didn't want to have to do that, but she just, she wasn't ready to reconnect with them okay. even after two years. So we had a couple of really very interesting moments uh, where we focused on reframing the whole situation. Okay. Now, uh, I want to walk through those exercises with our listeners because I know that when we did those shows with Richard Blankenship, that there was a lot of people out there who were like, yeah, my spouse is unfaithful to me. How am I supposed to just let that go? How am I supposed to trust again? So I just want to share what Betty experienced that just helped her have the breakthroughs that she experienced. Okay. So one of the things was I pulled up a calculator on my laptop and had it on the big screen TV and I challenged everyone in the room. Now, whether this was what your spouse had done to you or whether this was the sexually acting out you yourself had done in your lifetime, I asked them to estimate the number of hours of their life that they had actually spent doing something inappropriate. And so I used the illustration of my own life of just between ages of 15 and 20 years old. I had had, you know, multiple sexual partners, but I really got to thinking, yeah, but as a teenager, these were like one night stands in the back of a car that lasted like 30 minutes top. So this was not laying in bed for hours and hours over the course of a weekend at a hotel type of thing. Right. This was just stupid teenager stuff. Right. And so I calculated the number of hours that I felt like was a pretty safe estimate. But then I calculated the number of hours that I had been alive. 24 hours in a day, 365 days in a year times 47 years. And it was like 411,700 and some odd hours. <laughs> okay. And I divided, you know, that number of hours that I had been inappropriate doing things that I'm not proud of and have felt bad about for years by the number of hours that I've been alive. And Corey, it was like 0.0002%. Right. But yet we choose to let that be our identity. Of course. We take the negative and ex expand it into everything. Isn't that Satan's favorite strategy to minimize sin before we commit it and to maximize it after we yep. do it? Yep. And so it's like, how have I walked around all those years with a scarlet letter on my sweater when that is really only representative of 0.0002% of my life? 
And so I had explained to them about how long ago, we're talking like 18 years ago, I went through counseling, ripped the scarlet letter off my sweater. It's not what I identify with anymore. I consider myself a very faithful, sexually confident wife. And that's my identity. Okay. And that's how I get over the baggage. I don't drag that around anymore. That's well, good. a light, a light came on in Betty's face. And she said, oh my gosh, I have totally judged my husband based on an even smaller number than that. Because this had never been a lifestyle for him. Right. These have been two moments of weakness over the course of an almost 30 year marriage. Right. And she started crying and she said, when I think of all the hours and days and months and years that he has been a wonderful husband, <laughs> an awesome provider, a great protector, a wonderful father, a, a wonderful husband, she just almost grew ashamed right. of how big she had let it become in her mind that he had had those moments of infidelity. And she said, I'm a CPA, so to crunch the numbers, it just makes it all make so much more sense. <laughs> and so then we had an empty chair exercise where I take her into a room that's kind of separate and apart from everybody else. They can hear everything that's going on, but she just has a moment where she feels as if the, the time is totally focused on her. Right. <clears throat> and we talked about the fear of him cheating again. We talked about the anger of what this infidelity you know, how that had made her feel. We talked about the sadness of just mourning the loss of what she thought they had had. But then we also talked about the gladness, you know, of, of what they actually still had, that they had actually survived this. And I asked her to talk to, to, um, to Bob as a little boy. And I said, think about your own son, how, who, whatever woman he married someday, you would want her, if she ever caught him looking at pornography, you would want your daughter-in-law to assume the best about your son, that this is not right. who he is. This is not an addictive pattern. This was just a, oops, oh my goodness, what was I doing? I'm so sorry, type of a moment. And so she was able to just think of Bob as a little boy, and she really started crying then. And I said, why is this triggering? You know, what is this triggering in you? And she explained what kind of childhood he had. Okay. There was not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> yeah. When she started unpacking the trauma that this little boy experienced at the hands of a very angry, abusive father. Yeah. Who was so disconnected from his kids and from a very passive mother who never stepped in to protect him and buffer him from that abuse. And so she just, she wept. We had a teddy bear representing this little boy and she picked the teddy bear up and cradled it and, and just talked to him as a little boy. And so then stepping back into the notion of this is a grown man that he's really a hurting little boy trapped inside a grown man's body was also very helpful for her. But she admitted I still have a hard time trusting him. Sure. Which is totally understandable. Sure. You know, she had her heart ripped out and stomped on on two different occasions. And so I told her, you are far more resilient than you realize. And I would like to prove it to you that you actually can trust easier than you think. Mm -hmm. And what I did to prove this point to her is I reminded her 
that she and I had only known each other for less than 48 hours. And how this had all come about was so fast because when Bob had emailed and said, do you think your workshop could help my wife? The workshop was totally full. Okay. And I had interviewed her about the possibility of coming in August. So she thought she had three or four months to put this off. But at the last minute, we had someone who had sick kids with a stomach flu, and she was afraid of coming and spreading it around. So we had a drop, a, a cancellation. And so I called Betty and said, is there any way you would like to come on this weekend? Totally freaked her out. Yeah. But she did it. And so I reminded her, Betty, you and I have known about each other <laughs> less than 10 days. Right. And we have been in each other's presence less than 48 hours. Yeah. But yet, I want you to stand face to face with me and hold your palms up by your shoulders. And you and I are going to take a step back from each other and we're going to fall into each other and we're going to land on each other's palms. And then we took another step back and then another step back to where we were literally falling so far and having to catch each other that if there had been a breach of trust, right. both of us would have landed up on our noses yep. on a wood floor. Yep. Inci but yet we did it. Yep. Inc incidentally, that's the exact same exercise I used to demonstrate fusion. How cool is that? Yep. How cool is that? So then, I mean, she was just lighting up. This was totally up her alley. I wasn't too sure how she would manage it, but she did great. So I said, so are you ready to take it to the next level? And so she was, you know, a little titillated and excited, but scared still the same. And I said, you know, just do you trust me? And she was just like, I think I can trust you. So we all went out on my back patio and one woman sat on the edge of the outdoor dining table and Betty stood on the opposite end. So we created a counterbalance, you know, to where she wasn't going to flip off. And the rest of the group lined up trust fall style. Okay. And Betty crossed her arms and we coached her through, you know, the whole notion of, do you trust us? Yes. Will you fall? Yes. And she literally fell into the arms of eight other women. Such an exhilarating experience for her. But then I challenged her to go one step further. I took her to another spot where she was standing on a bench and everybody else was standing almost like a half a story below and she did a free fall completely into their <laughs> arms where she was, I mean, there for a while, it was nothing but air. That once her feet left that bench, she was, there was nothing in contact with anything until she landed in these other women's arms. Okay. And I told her, if you can trust people that you've known less than 48 hours, don't you think that you can make a decision to act your way into a new way of feeling and right. go home and tell Bob, I'm going to choose to trust you again. I'm going to choose to tear this wall down. Yeah. And the cool thing is that when she got in her car to leave, to go back home, a song came on the radio about how I'm tearing this wall down and I'm ready to reconnect. <laughs> it was such a, she just considered it a God moment that God was saying, I'm so proud of you. And this is exactly what's going to happen. You're going to go back home and that wall that you've been living behind isn't going to be there. And her husband told her, it's okay for us to keep a wall up as long as we're both inside that wall. Yeah. That I want us to be protected from anything that could come against our marriage, but I want us to be on the same side. Yeah. And he had also sent her a letter um, that she didn't open until the last day of just telling her how proud he was of her for making 
this decision to come and be a part of this and to try to work on their marriage. And I think that it was four days well invested time and energy. Absolutely. Sounds like it. So Corey, this came about as a result of you creating this sexy marriage radio podcast (laughs) and somebody stumbling upon it. And within a three week span of time, a major miracle has taken place in their marriage and his wife has gone from so closed off. Think like Rosebud that hasn't even begun to open to fully blossomed sweet aroma. Mm -hmm. So ready to go home and just bless her husband. And you know, it's a blessing to their children too. Even though her children don't know what's going on. The reality is, is they have a much stronger marriage and stronger family Mm -hmm. as a result of what she chose to do with this information. Well done. So kudos to you, my friend. <laughs> kudos to you. you. Now, another cool thing, too, I want to mention is that Bob had listened to our show on looking at your own fantasies and right. making connections to right. your original family of origin. And he sent us an email. You remember, I'm sure, oh, yeah. where he unpacked his most intimate and embarrassing fantasy. But then he had made the connection. Do you think that this is really about my mom and the neglect that I felt from her my whole life. And it sounded like he was hitting the nail on the head to me. What about you? Yep, Totally. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of, of what we do, Shannon, not just with sexy marriage radio, but just the idea of if you can help somebody reframe their story to look at it from a different angle or a different light, that's oftentimes all anybody needs. It's just, yeah. okay, now if I, and well, a whole new perspective, right. That, and then the courage to go down that path <laughs> and, and really confront some things. But it's, it's amazing just to watch people. I mean, cause you, you talk about the, the transformation of Betty in, in, in the four days. I think of it in terms of the times where I work with a couple through an intensive model that on day three, they have brightened literally as far as who they are, their countenance is just yes. brighter. Because, it changes. Yes. And, and it's amazing because there's, I mean, Dr. Schnarch, I saw him do this because um, he does the intensive format also where it's it's four days, three or four hours each day with him uh, dealing with some major marital stuff is why people go to him. And he takes before and after pictures. Of, of the brilliant couple. yeah with <laughs> well, i need to do that it, i think it would be awesome i mean you talk about a a set example of okay here's who you were now here's who you are i mean look at the difference and and it's pretty amazing the contrast exactly there was uh there was one woman that after we did some relaxation exercises after she did her stressful empty chair exercise literally her shoulders were sitting three inches lower because she was just so much more relaxed. Right. There was another woman who she was not, she had not engaged in an extramarital affair, but there had been enough bantering back and forth between her and someone in her life that she knew she was having an emotional affair that was one step away from turning sexual. Right. And she was a nervous wreck coming in. And I noticed when she told me her age, I thought, wow, she looks a lot older than that. But during the course of this four days, she sent a text message to this other man saying, I've done some soul searching. I think it best that we not communicate anymore. And as soon as she sent it, she blocked his number before there could even be a response. And the next day when she came back in, 
she literally looked 10 years yep. younger. Yep. Just a weight was lifted that totally changed her countenance. Yep. And yeah, I, I say that if you really want a, a facelift, take some of the weight and baggage <laughs> out of life. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the amazing thing about just our conscience that we know if we're skirting or slippery sloping or justifying rationalize i mean if you get out of your own way you know it don't you yeah you know when you're playing with fire yep. and how i put it is that you're putting your head in the lion's mouth yep. while praying lord save me from the lions right it's right. like baby doll you have the power to get out of that lion's den altogether stop yep. acting as if you're powerless yep. to shut this thing down yeah and so it's just i mean that's the whole thing i hope people would hear from from what we do with sex and marriage radio is get out of our own way <laughs> that, that to, to getting into what we want and and sometimes that means have facing some difficult truths but okay do it because it's so yeah. worth it yeah and, and here's the thing that i would say is true across the board of every woman who's ever come into one of my women at the well workshops with extramarital temptations or extramarital affairs going on okay that once they put that titillation aside and focused on what's actually going on in their marriage, there's something significant missing in their relationship with their spouse that the other relationship brings to their life. Sure. When what they really need to do is man up, buck up, and figure out a way to communicate to their spouse in such a way that inspires what they need to get from that marriage rather than requiring it and then getting angry that they're not getting it and then go looking for it elsewhere. <laughs> exactly. Cause I, that's what I, what I hear when you're talking about that is, uh, the couple that, you know, let's, let's, I'll, I'll just hypothetical it. Um, she wants more attention and affection for connection from him. And the way she goes about trying to get it, she's so desperate for it. There is no way she's going to get it. Yeah, he's got his heels dug in. Deep. Right, because and 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 if you look at that from a systemic systemic level, he's got pretty good judgment to not give it to her because yeah, she's not just demonstrating anything worth giving it towards. So, I mean, the other example I use with that with my clients all the time is if I were to sit there and yell and berate my kids that they needed and demand that they respect me, but I'm operating in any way that is, I mean, everything I'm doing is is disrespectful in the way I'm, I'm operating. So why would they give me respect if I'm acting disrespectfully? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that sometimes the spouse thinks if I give in to your demands, I'm only creating a monster, right? That you're just going to think that the way to get me to do what you want me to do is just to keep throwing your weight around and demanding it. And that is so not the way to right. win friends and influence people. Right. And so, yeah, keeping your marriage relationship strong is such great preventative medicine against making a big fat mess of your life. And that's why I love people who listen to the show regularly, that they're demonstrating that their marriage is important and they want a weekly dose of vitamin L, for lack of a better word, vitamin <laughs> love, you know, vitamin S, whatever they, however they want to label it, right. but they're, they're choosing to focus on that relationship that brings the most life. And because it brings the most life, it also requires the most life be invested in it. Right. So 
we appreciate you listening and keep doing it because we want your marriage to just get stronger and stronger and stronger as the years go by. Because me and Corey plan on doing this until the cows come home or until Jesus returns, whichever <laughs> one comes first. <laughs> right? I don't I don't know if I've ever heard those two put together. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you feel the same way as I do, Absolutely. Corey, Absolutely, I do. And and that is a perfect segue that, hey, so maybe you're a new listener to Sexy Marriage Radio, to which I say, welcome. Thank you for finding us. It's about time that you joined us. We, we've been waiting for you. So kick your feet up and, and relax. There's a wealth of information of shows from all the years. So we, we, we mentioned lots of times how we love the binge listeners. So and if you want more than just a 30-minute installment, consider joining us for our Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. That's where I was going. That, there you go. Go there. Where I was go heading. there. So, hey, join us for four days at the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway that's going to be happening. It's the first ever that we've done, and this is going to be a thing you're not going to want to miss. It's September 17th through the 20th here in the DFW area at the, at the Marriott Solana in Westlake, Texas, if you want to be official, but that's just north of DFW. And it's a fantastic location. It's going to be a great, relaxed weekend together. It's going to be worth every moment and every effort it takes to come. It's it's going to be worth it because it's going to be a chance for you and your spouse to get away together, but also hang with some other like-minded people. And then, not to be arrogant, to hang with us. I mean, come on. <laughs> I can't it's wait. It's worth the price of admission I right can't, there. <laughs> I can't wait to hang out with listeners. I think that's going to and... just be awesome. I think a lot of people are really curious to see Pam and Greg, like, do they really exist? Do these people that they talk about are it, it, yes, they really exist and they will be there. <laughs> and, and, and we might even sweet talk them into getting on stage with us and maybe sharing a few words of encouragement if they don't kill us before then. <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah, we I don't wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on a sec, Shannon. Do we really want to give them a microphone? I don't, Maybe we'll just let them stay in the back crunching we, all the numbers. We might need to talk <laughs> off air about that. No, I'm joking. So. <laughs> yeah, no telling what might come up. But yeah, if you need to tear down some walls in your marriage, if you're eager to reconnect, to get behind the same wall together and hunker down and make your marriage stronger, keep joining us week after week or yes. join us in September 17th through the 20th. Put it on your calendar yep. and you better register fast because we're going to fill up to maximum capacity. We have no doubt. Yeah, space is limited. So act now. That sounds like so infomercialish, doesn't it? But hey, that's all right. If we missed something or you got questions or you got comments, uh, you got a couple things you could do. Uh, one, you could send us an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. The other is you can jump on iTunes. If you like what you hear, give us a five star review, leave a comment. That helps us climb the charts and spread the word. Um, I love hearing from our listeners because it lets us know that we're on track with where you want to go in your marriage because we want we want to be a resource that really upholds and honors marriage and married sex and all that it can be, that it's a lifelong journey together and what a great way to spend life and, and to just know each other and to grow and experience new things as each year comes along. So that's all I got to say about that. So thank you. Yeah. We love you for listening. Yeah, thanks for taking time out. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope that your week is fantastic. And come join us September 17th through the 20th. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.